millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome back, you guys, to our Sunday wrap here we are, look at us in a new studio. We've been upgraded this week. Obviously, the, the channel's doing so well that I've that I've been upgraded to to the car and you know soon we'll be soon we'll be in studio taking over the uh, the NRL fantasy boys and NRL.com. Uh, that's the goal anyway. Do we reckon that uh, our you know, our podcasts at the moment are getting more views and, and, and watches than than these guys? Let me know what you guys think. But um let's jump into the to the Sharks and the Titans for this one and, and Jesse Raymond with an absolute belter of a game again. 13 tackle breaks, four offloads, really no negatives in there just apart from the one penalty, a couple of line breaks and a try. He's been incredible and he's done it the majority of the year. Apart from you know those injury-affected games, he has actually been incredible and, and has you know, stuck to the task and and would be averaging way more than 51 in the centres, which is super, super strong uh, for anyone in there. And you can see that you know, a lot of the centres are very up and down, and but the majority of them have... You know, had some injuries and suspensions and stuff. So there's only really been a few, like a like an Opacek, um, yeah, even Jack Bird, for example. Well, Avery Lowe missed a couple of games, but you know, there's not many that have really stood the test of time. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, after this round 13 buy, if you're looking to pick him up in a 14 or 15, I think you know that could be a solid option. He will be pretty high though. You'd expect him to be closer to five, you know, 560, 570. He's coming off a lower game in his injury affected one, but he could be a cool option for anyone in round 14, 15. For anyone that held for feeder, you, you were rewarded handsomely with 16 tackle breaks and four offloads there. Standard for him, just 17 tackles. He did go off for 10 minutes, which was interesting, but um, yeah, with with that one there, he's uh, he's obviously done really well with that 79, but yeah, he does miss obviously, he does obviously miss round 13 coming up soon, so that's something to, to think about. And then, you know, how many games will he miss following following that round there? That's going to be our question going forward. Is, is he going to be rested after Origin? Is he going to be you know playing all those games and just missing uh you know just missing seventeen as well, or is he going to get rested during those times also? So that's something to think about with Fafita, and also Mo Fotowaka. He's someone who's playing big minutes at the moment, and is is playing really really strong. Uh, you know, just 
Even even though, even though it was just three tackle breaks this week, it's good to see that he can he can get the line break. He can get over two hundred meters and you know forty tackles to go with like a few a few attacking stats as well. And if he keeps up these minutes, he's going to be incredible. But the issue is he should be on the bench. You'd imagine for uh, the Queensland squad coming into into round thirteen there. So that's that's that one with with Mo. If he doesn't make the Origin team, I think he's a really really strong option this week. He'll be a little bit more expensive than his six oh nine. Um, but he's yeah he's done really well and I think he'll continue to do so. Uh, Aaron Clark had an absolute cracker of a game too. It was, it was Mo and, and Aaron really leading the charge for the Titans boys. Who yeah you know, I'd like you say you're looking for feeder and like yeah he did really well fantasy wise, but I don't think he had a very good actual footy game. He was very especially in the back end they're trying to make a comeback and he was very lazy like they'd do a kick through and he just wouldn't even move like he wouldn't even chase. Um, and I and I, I see that a little bit from him sometimes and it. it it's really overlooked with how barnstorming his runs are and he's just bumping people off and stuff like that. But those little effort areas are, are where the Titans, I think, are lacking at the moment. That's something that Clark and Mo really brought in this game, which was interesting to see Clark do, you know, play a game that way because he just hasn't been, you know, he's obviously 316K in fantasy, so the stats aren't, you know, haven't really been there. So that was a real interesting one there, but well done to him. Uh Ronaldo comes back with 68, and it's just I think for the Sharks it's really important to see someone come back into the team who who could finish really well, and yeah, that's something that he does that that he does there, and obviously a few getting a few players back, they actually played a lot better than they have over the last you know month or so, especially so you know great win from them, really alarming for the Titans boys. Jackie Williams come off the bench and, and scored well, 43 minutes for 64 points, so worked really really hard in that time. Bradley got a try as well, so well-deserved from him. Uh, Proctor with a try. Johnson with a much better game. So he's, again, going to be an interesting one post-round 13, is, is if the Sharks start playing better, he's going to score well, uh, obviously get more goal kicks and, and some try assists and, and whatever to boot. So well done to him. And Moylan as well was one of the best games I've seen him play in a while, probably definitely his best game this year. Just, uh, just ran really well with the footy in hand, 167 metres and, and a couple of line breaks there. So... Uh, this is the way they've got to play it. If if Moylan, you know, he's going to be the strong running half, and then Johnson can can control the game. So that works really well. Connor Tracy, I think, is a really solid player. Just someone that that is pretty quick, uh, you know, when he's when he's running, but also just the effort areas and, and just a little bit of footy smarts has been really good for him. Uh, for him to get you know a lot of game time in this squad. So well done to Connor. Mitch Rains, you know, steady with his fifties every second week, basically. Uh, Kennedy. After that one real bad week that's obviously killed his money-making potential, he's been pretty solid. But, yeah, that 49, we're not too keen on, on picking him up, for example. Tino with 46, he goes to play Origin now. That's about it. Um, yeah, like an okay game. He looks solid, but nowhere near as good as he did when he was playing for Storm. What do you guys think of the uh, the New South Wales team, by the way? Let's uh, drop a few of those comments in the, uh, in, in the comments there as well and also in the Discord. Let's have a bit of a chat about it. I personally think the there was a couple of interesting selections. Obviously, the back line is is probably exactly what I thought it would be, uh, with Luai, Latrell, Trebojevic. Obviously, lose To for those that are for those that have him, which is probably a little bit annoying. I think I think Tupo probably is still just better for Origin, just with the fact that they're going to have Xavier Coates on To's wing, uh, who is going to be easily easily be able to outleap him. And I don't think he's a great defender yet, To. So. Maybe you can move. You can warm into that over the next few years, and and that's why they're picking him as like sort of the long term option in the in the wing there. Um, but the forwards was an interesting one. Like, do we prefer Murray on an edge or in the in the middle? Like, I guess the question there is, 
with with so many out and obviously losing Frizzell last night as well they're like oh we need we need some stability I suppose on on an edge and uh, I was very ha- also very happy that they didn't pick Ryan Madison so happy days uh, let's slide along let's talk about my man Fogs and uh, God that that sin bin was the biggest milk I've ever seen from Wade Graham he literally passed it a meter and a half to two meters forward just to hit Fogs and and get him sin bin so well played it worked he gets neg seven. Uh, and misses out another ten point uh, ten minutes of points, so he would have been somewhere in the low forties for sure if he uh, if he didn't get uh, get binned in that in that period of time. But yeah, we I suppose yeah, not much I can do really. He missed a bunch of tackles just getting out there trying to trying to cover their guys, and when they were getting trampled on a bit, yeah, it wasn't much freaking do. He had a nice line break and run there, but you know the the kick meters was down because they didn't have the ball that much. So yeah, tough one there. And Kelly got a try, but just didn't get to do too much. Most of the Titans guys are going to struggle a little bit, especially the outside backs. And you can tell there that our biggest one is Brimson at the end there with three. It was really sad to see um, with you know three missed tackles, three, his three tackles there and a 29 metres gain and one little kick. So, yeah, ended up with a bit, of, a bit of a knee issue, which will be interesting to see if he still gets picked for Origin. He seems to think he'll play if he, if he gets picked in Origin. So... Probably not good signs for Titans going forward if he's just like, yeah, I'll do whatever I can. I'll, I'll be back. I'll make it back for Origin. And, and that ruins his you know, chances, especially with the Titans as well. So that's that one there, guys, for our first game. And we'll, uh, we'll slide over to the next one. All right, so with the Knights and the Manly guys, obviously some decent scores here from a few, a few players here. And Cherry Evans is getting back pretty much to where his uh, his starting average was. So 62 now as his average, and he you know, averaged 63 to 64 last week, uh, last year. So a nice 81 from him, even in a team that got beat. So it's really cool to see when you know you really your team doesn't have a great game, but you can still have the the really big score. Uh, that was great there. And and then you move to to Connor Watson, and he's someone that just really really showing his versatility in any role possible. And that, obviously, the more time he can spend. In the middle of the park, so obviously five eight, not too bad for him in terms of being able to still still being able to get his tackles, but then being able to run the ball a lot, I think is great. And then he obviously moved to the fullback position at the end and took a really good bomb, and and it just shows that he can do a bit of everything. And yeah, you know, for the people that are still trying to move him on, he's averaging fifty two at point six. Yes, that's after the sixty eight, but he's still averaging over fifty. So, you know, similar to someone like Schuster, who obviously, unfortunately, uh, you know, hurt his hamstring or whatever he's done. Hopefully, it's only a week thing or a two-week thing and he can come back after the bye but you know those two guys they're averaging over 50 and and have dual position in in tough positions in the mids and, and obviously the the edge as well is uh is so important to anyone's squad and I think you know Watson just does a bit of everything and and is is due for games like this for sure uh should move back into a middle position they do have uh an injury obviously to Frizzell which means that Watson should play some bigger minutes through the middle next week, I'd imagine, especially if uh, you know Kurt Mann or, or Ponga are back following this week. But if, if he stays in the sixth position, that's also okay. Carl Lawton, what about the move from him? He moves over from the, the Warriors to the to the Manly boys and, and moves into the starting spot this week and plays 73 minutes for 67 points. And you can tell that you know, 51 tackles there on the edge is is such a, a hooker thing. You know, He's played so much hooker uh, through, uh, through his time with the Warriors. And you can see he just loves getting in there and getting the work done. So, but a nice line break and a try assist there. So, awesome for Carl there. Um, and then he moved to Chaboyevich, and he's uh, really improved his average over the last sort of month or so. He did have a quiet one the other week, but 
you know, the majority of his scores now are uh, hitting over 50. And, and if you picked him up a bunch of weeks ago, you, you're fairly happy with his output. But obviously, Origin comes into play now, and he's got the front row spot in the Origin side, along with uh, Saifidi. So a decent little try for him and a couple of line breaks. So, yeah, awesome work. But, yeah, just someone who hasn't been scoring his best and, and will be playing Origin as well. So have a little look at some of the... Um, you know, some of the forwards that are going to be coming through for the Knights in the next couple of weeks and see if there's any any nice uh, cheapy cash cows that, that might get a spot. And obviously, that's something to, to take a look at across all of the games and, and all the teams with the suspensions and all that sort of stuff going through. So um, definitely keep an eye on that for, for little cheapies or little like three to four week cash cows that, you know, if you're someone that's sitting with a bunch of trades that you could um, that you could milk one of those guys coming you know going forward, then that could be a good idea. Lockie Croker with another good game. 50 tackles for one miss for 57. I think most people have moved him on by now, but if not, good stuff. To power Paseca, Morgan Harper, just showing that he's still a really good option in the centres, and I imagine he keeps his spot, right? I don't see Dylan Walker walking back into that spot. No pun intended. Uh, Tavita Funa with 50. He was really strong early, making a lot of tackles, running the ball well. Um, I think he did okay in that in that spot. I wouldn't be selecting him, with especially with their buyer coming up. You know, the, most of the guys you look at are, are these Knights guys. And Crossland, again, with, you know, someone that I talked about was a half half an option if he was going to get more time. And it looks like he's literally going to be in that spot all year now. So probably a little bit too expensive. He's going to be up near 400K now. But, yeah, well done to him with 619 kick meters there to, to easily get him closer to a 47. Clemmer hasn't been good enough. I don't think you can select him. Barnett becomes an, an interesting option. An interesting option, again, at 623, he's going to be a little bit cheaper than that, closer to 600. And you'd imagine he gets his edge spot back while Frizzell's out. So, you know, through this buy period especially, I think Barnett's going to be really important to a lot of teams. If he's getting 80 minutes and getting closer to those 50, 55, 60 scores again, and when Pong is out, he should be kicking goals as well. So have a have a think about that with, with Barnett. Obviously, Tech's kicked a couple as well. Um, but if he's out of the team... On and off, and you could be you could be out with a concussion this week. We don't even know, but yeah, Barnett could kick as well, and could be a decent option through this middle period. But I'm also I'm just worried long term if you're going to have to trade him out. I suppose. Um, yeah, Tex with 43 for anyone that held him, but he got concussed at the end of the game there. Bradman Best with 42, so a nice uh, a nice little score there. A little bit of a welcome back to him. Just scored a little bit across the park, which was good. But Knights, I think, have to do pretty well for Best to score. You know, somewhere in the mid 40s to 50, I think. So keep that in mind. Obviously, Frizzell here, if, you, if you're holding him, he's probably going to be, end up being a trade as he's going to be, you know, looks to be somewhere between three to six weeks with him and Origin would be there when he comes back as well. So keep that in mind for Frizz. Uh, Jason Saab with the try, nice little runaway again and there were no chance of catching him, were they? Uh, so yeah, if you had to play him, which I think a lot of people either played short this week or played right on 17, then, then you're happy with his score there. Braley with two low scores in a row, 45 and a 39. So just... What I've noticed is the last few weeks he hasn't tackled as much, so 40, 40 and 38 or 42 and 38, uh, and then a bunch of more missed tackles. So usually we're sitting around that one to two missed tackles. I don't think he missed a tackle for his first three games or something. And now maybe he's getting a little bit tired, but you know five five missed tackles, six missed tackles the last couple of weeks, and less tackles made uh, to go along with a few little stats there. So that's that's why the scores are much lower. But you know you're still expecting to bounce back into the five uh, into the fifties and sixties very shortly, especially next week, you'd imagine, with a couple of players out uh, to Origin, for example. All right, Stafford Tell, Brady Jones, Fitzgibbon. Again, probably not a not a good enough score, uh, not scoring well enough in general for, for you to think about selecting him in your squad. 
in here going forward. Um, simply another okay score, and we'll make a little bit of cash, but not an option. Thank goodness Trevojevic didn't go well this, this week. Finally, they contained him a little bit. I suppose, as I said, the, the Knights played a lot better than what the, the Manly boys did, and, and that would be why. And that's where you can see you know, Garrick with the lowest score as well, obviously with a line break there. But um, yeah, Trevojevic is going to be a great option no matter what. But this is kind of you know, a little bit more of what used to happen with Trevojevic, not he absolutely goes bonkers every game. So this is, you know, the every second or third week was what this was normally. Uh, or you'd have the odd 20 and stuff like that when, when he didn't run the ball as much, for example, or we didn't have turnover tackles. So without that, he'd be a 23, which makes more sense. So um, that's that, guys. And then Benny Trevojevic comes on for a couple of minutes, gets, gets a few tackles, makes one run, and gets knocked out in the process. So well, uh, well done, team. But, you know, congrats on the on the debut. And it would have been pretty cool for all the all the boys there to... Uh, to to give him that debut cap, which is which is awesome to see, um, but yeah, that's the uh, that's the wrap for the week, guys. Let me know what you thought on the week, how your team went, and we'll go from there, guys. Hope you enjoyed this. We'll catch you in the next one. Bye, guys. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 